0: (laughs) Welcome to From a Particular Point of View. We look at American life and times through a perspective of faith. Politics.
1: Why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? An elected legislature can trample a man's
0: rights as easily as a king can. Nerd. <laughs> and entertainment with my sense of enlightenment. Doctor hasn't plugged on yet is that your test shows
1: that you're a genius. Guess your IQ is formed right off the chart. There's been the classification for you so high. your test indicates that you have the most advanced intellect in the history of human kind.
0: It will test your head and your mind, your brain. So sit back, literally or figuratively, and enjoy American life from a particular point of view.
1: Enlighten up, Francis ladies and everybody else here not sitting on a cushion today today you find yourselves equals for you're all equally blessed for i have the pride the privilege nay the pleasure of introducing to you a knight sired by knights a knight who can trace his lineage back on Charlemagne I first met him atop a mountain near Jerusalem praying to God asking his forgiveness for the Saracen blood spilt by his sword next he amazed me still further in Italy when he saved a fatherless beauty from the would-be ravishings of our dreadful Turkish in Greece he spent a year Down the south of the and so, without further gilding the lily, and with no more ado, I give to you the Seeker of Serenity, the Protector of Italian Virginity, the Enforcer of our Lord God, the One, the Only, Sir Dale.
0: Yes, this is Dale. Interesting uh jokes in there. Thought, eh, what the heck, why not? Uh, I'm really not that um, uh, arrogant, not into myself. Just, it sounds funny, so I thought, what the heck. Anyway, yeah, this is Dale, and uh, this is From a Particular Point of View. Um, again, we look at you know all kinds of things, all different subjects. This is a very open podcast. I'm not really into any one certain thing. I do have things I get in. Oh, I get into, and when I do, I I kind of delve into it and try to look into it a little more, at least with my ideas and whatnot. But um, like, uh, see, probably next week I'll be looking into on the nerd side. I'll be looking into um, uh, the movie Dune, the uh, the eighty four. Well, I try, I I just got through listening on on on, on audio book to. Uh, the the, the the book, so I'm getting ready to, to go see the, the new one coming out. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And I'll give my perspective on it, if I can get my thoughts together on that quick enough. Uh, I did see the one the 84 version back um, I don't know when I saw it, but uh, that one there. And it was interesting. I didn't quite understand it exactly, but uh, I'm willing to put more of an adult mind, because well, in 84, yes, I was technically an adult. But <laughs> I was still a kid. <laughs> After all, in, back in '84, I was 18. So um, I'm going to be putting my more mature mind and more artistic mind, to whatever, understanding mind to uh, to this version of Dune, just to see you know what I think of it and whatnots, and I'll give my opinion on that. And uh, as another teaser here later on, um, I'm going to be giving. Um, more of a looking into uh, amateur radio, ham radio, uh, communications like that, things like that. So I do have a little bit of perspective into that. But anyway, today, um, it seems like today is is a good day or a good time. There, by the way, uh, it's uh, Saturday, um, October twenty third, twenty twenty one. Not that uh, it's really that the that the timestamp there is anything that. Um, it's important or not, but it is, but it's not, I guess. But uh, today it's all about um, the cancel culture, so to speak. Um, and uh, I, I just thought it was interesting. I actually had to, to look it up just to see, because I know that sometimes we as a society will pick a phrase, a word or whatever, and we'll tend to modify it to our pleasure, to our direction, to our use, to our propaganda, to our, you know, to how we think it should fit to to fit our narrative. Both, uh, no matter what you think, politically, sociopolitically, whatever, you know, we do tend to take words and whatever and and phrases and, and bend them to our will to get our point across, to prove how correct, how right we are, and how wrong the other side is, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, um... Uh, it's, <laughs> according to Wikipedia, now when I was in college, Wikipedia was a no-no. Uh, I mean, you could use it for, uh, reference points only. Yeah, that's where you find, where, that's where to start. But, because this is not an official academic podcast, you know, and I take all the stuff anyway with a grain of salt, or two, uh, apparently, um, I didn't even know this until not too long ago, that, um. Uh, cancel culture actually, um, is, is, comes from, um, the 1981 chick album, Take It Off, where it says, I guess, in the words of the song, Your Love Is Cancelled. Now, I wasn't really a huge chick fan back in, uh, in, in 81. So, it's like, okay, um, yeah, there probably was a, a song with that, with those words in it. Okay, yeah, good, whatever. But I guess that's where it comes from, about your love was canceled. And I thought that was really a strange way to put it. Uh, you know, it's okay. <laughs> Again, I didn't quite get it. So uh, I looked at the dictionary.com, <clears throat> and uh, it's, of uh, course, defiance cancel culture is a noun. <clears throat> Excuse me. The phenomenon or practice of publicly rejecting, boycotting, or ending support for a particular People, group, because of their social or moral unacceptable, morally unacceptable views or actions. Um, that's the first one. The second one is uh, the shared attitudes and values within a particular segment of society that, that led to such public rejection and particular group of people. Again, take that as you will. I've come across words um, and phrases in both Wikipedia and uh, dictionary.com, where this is, I'm reading out to you now, that I know is wrong. Uh, Again, it's run by people who generally lead to the left. But um, in any case, that is what that says. Um, And it's, yeah, I guess it's possibly interesting, I guess, a way to put it. Um, However, people on the left um, seem to... Go a little bit further. I mean, after all, there's there's been stories of of um, people, um, teachers, uh, business people, who um, go to work and or school, whatever, and they will talk about something that it's unpopular to those on the left, to progressives, to liberals, take your pick, whatever label you go by. And uh, somebody finds out about it, and oh, I can't believe they said that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, they, they work to, not only to shame them, but in some cases to end their employment and some extreme cases to end their livelihood and everything. It's amazing. Um, I guess I first, uh, got note of this, um, back in, uh, 2000, uh, gee, was it 14, 15 or something? Um, there, well, there, back in that time, there was a rash of, of, uh. Uh, events happening with the the gay community, the LGBTRSDP, whatever that, the alphabet lifestyle, whatever you want to call it, that um, if you didn't bend to their will and their wishes, no matter what your life, what your 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 uh, lifestyle, no matter what your attitude, no matter what your loyalty lies, if you didn't do what they wanted you to, they would cancel you out. Um, not too far from where I live. Um, there is a, uh, a better community of Portland, Oregon called Gresham. And within that town, there is a, a place called sweet cakes by Melissa. It was a bakery and there was a, uh, a lesbian couple that would go there, frequent the, the bakery often and had no problem with buying from them. And they had no problem with selling bakery goods to anybody. I presume, um, this people who, this, this couple who owned the bakery, they were both Christians. And so, I mean, yeah, at the, christians pride themselves on on, on love and so uh, they would had no problem with selling anybody i mean they i would assume they have good cupcakes i don't know i've never been there but um i would assume they did uh, however when the gay couple decided to get married an interesting thing enough is they decided to get married and at that time in oregon gay marriage was illegal you could not legally get married but the left because they like to bend the laws to their will they said screw that we're getting married so <laughs> they went to sweet cakes by melissa it says we want you to uh make us a gay wedding cake and set up our wedding for these i don't know if it was a wedding cake or if it was cake cupcakes or what it was but we need you to come in and set it up for us and the uh, melissa and her husband or whatever the the people who own sweet cakes by melissa said sorry we can't that's not our views that's not our values uh, we here, here go over here go over there there's some people down the road who might enjoy that better might you know might tend you know hold that to their values but sorry we cannot and i guess they were a little put off but as i understand it it wasn't necessarily the people <clears throat> excuse me it wasn't necessarily the uh, the lesbian couple that that um that really got put off by this it was the community that they belonged to um they just went ballistic And they did everything they could. And being that Portland is the community that it is, the town, the Portland area, very liberal, progressive, um, they decided to shut them down. And not only did they shut them down, they also passed laws in the city council and also, I believe, in the state of Oregon that says you cannot discriminate based on, I guess, who you sleep with and who you marry and stuff, which is, I think is ridiculous. But anyway... So they made it pretty much, they shut them down, and then they come up with this, um, This, <clears throat> uh, the I think the district attorney, I don't think it's still the same person, but pretty much they find the company, the, the bakery, I don't know how many thousands of dollars it would have bankrupt them for doing this to these poor, poor lesbians, all these evil company. <laughs> of course, I'm being a little sarcastic there. But, um, you know, they, they told them, no, you you, know, you have to pay for the damages you caused these poor people. And uh, amazingly enough, um, some people got together in support of the bakery and and put up a, um, uh, a GoFundMe page in support to help pay for their damages. Well, not only did GoFundMe, being the left, less kind of left-leaning group they are, not only did they cancel out... The, the, the fundraising, the, um, the district attorney or I think whoever there was in charge who was doing everything in Oregon actually told the group and told the, the company, no, you can't do that. You cannot that give that kind of, uh, help to criminals. Well, they didn't say criminals. That's just what I put in there, but still you cannot use money, you know, to do that. You just, you, sorry, you can't, they have, they have to go down and they did. I mean, they lost everything, um, I don't know if they're still actually making baked goods, but you get the idea. Um, there's also, I guess, a story I heard not too long ago about a um, about a professor who was a little bit on the right. And, of course, most schools, most universities are left-leaning either to an extreme or, you know, just uh, just left of, of, of center. And uh, he said something that, you know, wasn't over the top, I believe, but, uh, you know, his view... And of course, the it got word got out, and next thing you know, um, he's getting shamed online. Everything else getting called every name in the book, and he finally had to, to, to resign. He had to quit because of what was going on, what they were putting him through. Um, that happens all over the place. I know when I was in college, I was writing for um, the local college paper. The only um, conservative, the only left right leaning concern, you know, the only person with my same values. In the office, everyone else was progressive, liberal, uh, left-leaning—take your pick—and believe you me, every time I go in there to to edit a story, to write one, to research whatever, it'd be because <laughs> it would be a a um, a debate, a liberal, uh, a, a ver- verbal battle, um, either an, uh, either an outright verbal brawl or just a polite disagreement of, of values and ideas. But uh, almost every time. And the interesting thing was is that, is that I'd go in there sometimes, and there'd be people in there, and somebody would say, Well, hey, Dale, how about this, or how about that? And I'd give my opinion, and suddenly I'd have 6 or 8 to 10 to 15 people screaming down my neck, screaming down my throat. How could you even think about, it? oh, you're racist, you're homophobic, you're... You're islamophobic you're xenophobic you're take your phobia apparently I'm one big walking phobia because that's what I you know granted I don't really fear a lot of things but yet according to these people um I'm one big walking phobia, which like okay whatever <laughs> so <laughs> uh anyway. So again, it's the idea to where if you don't agree with certain people's ideas, then you get canceled out. And that's and that's part of the, um, I believe it was on Wikipedia as well as looking at with the cancel culture thing there, that part of it, from what it was said, is, um, is boycotting. Now, interesting thing enough is I do boycott. Um, I don't like Starbucks. At first, I didn't like them because I went to a Starbucks years ago, and uh, I asked for a particular drink a hot beverage and first thing they says well what's that then they said how do you make it it's like excuse me you were a world-class barista and you guys don't know how to make this particular kind of drink hmm okay (laughs) and then it was some years after that um that i found out i read to the paper or something that the ceo or some big shot in in um in starbucks doesn't doesn't agree with the second amendment and I think they said something like, "If you're a conservative, just don't even come in here. We don't want your money. We don't want, We don't care about your business. Just don't even come in here, or something like that." Um, you know. <laughs> so it's like, fine. I don't go there anyway. And i, I think I've only, I've only had one drink from Starbucks. Now it's because it was purchased for me. But other than that, I I don't do Starbucks. Um, there's a actually a local coffee company um, that is. Well, actually, it, it's come. It's headquartered in Oregon. It's Dutch Brothers. I'll give them props. Uh, I love their service. I love their coffee. And uh, actually, they just went uh, public uh, just uh, a few weeks ago. So that's it's good for them. So they're getting uh, some big-time stuff going on there, some notoriety, whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> so uh, it, it's just the idea, again, that... See, that's one thing I noticed with, with liberals, is if they hear something they don't like, which it could be anything... They will go out and fight to, you know, they they want to change the world to, to, to meet their needs, their will, and they will fight for it, literally, literally and figuratively. They'll go out and they'll make changes happen to fit their needs with people, conservatives, not necessarily Republicans, but, you know, people who are on the right who I, I call them patriots because I consider myself a patriot and most of my friends are patriots. I say most because I do have some friends that aren't. At least not, that's my personal opinion <laughs> but i do have some that um uh you know that we yes we will boycott but uh, we don't go out and um shame people we don't march in front of, we don't march and protest in front of their houses we don't demand their resignation well we do demand the resignation but um we just you know because i could go out in front of somebody's house and i demand you quit or i demand you do this i demand you do that but you see I have a life, I have a job, so um, I'm not going to go out there like on a Monday afternoon or Wednesday afternoon or Friday afternoon and march up and down with a bullhorn and and scream and yell and yell and get online and blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to do that because, well, I have a life, um, I have a job. Uh, There's other places I need to be on a Monday, on a weekday afternoon besides um, chanting and protesting in front of someone's house. Um, the people on the, the left, the, the progressives, the liberals, whatever, um, they, they don't seem to have that kind of lifestyle. I don't know if, they, if they're living off their parents' money or if they're on welfare or what the deal is, but it just seems like in most cases you see on the news, um, if there is a, um, a rally slash protest happening, um, the, the liberals seem to be out there on a weekday afternoon. That, you know, and maybe that's what, maybe that's why they get so much done because I know as a right leaning person, a, a patriot, I'll go out there on a Saturday, go to my the, go to the state capitol, and I'll protest, yell, and scream. But I know unfortunately I'm yelling and screaming to an empty capitol because everybody's home because it's the weekend. With the progressives, liberals, whatever, they uh they yell and scream on a weekday afternoon when people are in the office. And that's when they, and that's what they see. They see, oh, here's action. We better change laws. We better change things because these people are angry with us. Um, but then again, even if, <laughs> even if people like me make phone calls, write emails, whatever, um, to these lawmakers, say, hey, we don't like this. We need to change. I know that um, it's gotten so bad with, with with Democrats that they don't care. Um, I wrote a letter to my um, to my senator. Um, I forgot there, Oregon has like, uh, what four, three, four senators, two senators and four congressmen. Um, there's only one congressman that's, that's Republican. The rest of them are all Democrats, but I wrote a letter to one of them. And I forgot which one it was stating my, here's my opinion on a certain, op, on a certain topic. Here's my opinion. Um, and I told him what pretty much with my values and a very brief assessment of my values and whatnot. And he wrote me a formal letter back thanking me for my support and my vote. And we're doing our best to make sure that our values and obviously my or our values were not the same, but our values are met so we can make it a better world for all of us or something like that. And it's like, you didn't even read my letter. Did you? I mean, it was all pretty much. down. if I wrote in response to progressive and liberal mindsets, then yeah, it might've been, you know, but you know, I know even a clock is right twice a day. That letter wasn't right any part of the day. So <laughs> anyway, but I'm not going to go out there and protest, you know, um, you know, for, for his removal, his resignation. I know, uh, all politicians can be idiots, especially the higher they get to Washington, but uh, it's just the idea of going out there and you know, and yeah, I I will, I will, I will um, boycott businesses, but I'm not going to go in front of their business and, um, and demand with signs and bullhorns and yelling that they shut down. I'm not going to block people from entering the business. I'm not going to block traffic from entering their business. Um, I don't do that, and people that I know don't do that. I may not approve of their business, uh, well... I approve of the idea that yes let them if there's a market for it by golly let that market happen let you know let uh, the product be sold good for them but it, to me it's interesting and almost dangerous for a company to come out and say we strongly support this or the other it's risky it's um it's a risk that a business has to, you know uh, has to take and it's interesting because when a business comes out and says we are we we are anti church we are f- pro gay um pro-abortion, pro-this, pro that well, then you have the, the, the risk of, 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 um, of pushing aside all particular kind of customer. But then again, you get people to come out and say, we are pro-God, pro-good, and pro-country. And of course, all the progressives are, oh, I'm not going there. Actually, there's a gentleman I know who says he refuses to go to Hobby Lobby. He refuses to go to Chick-fil-A allegedly because they are shoving their religion down people's throat. Now I didn't see it that way, and I believe I told, I respectfully disagree with them. But it, it's just a, it's surprising to me how, how how a company on the right can hint on their beliefs, and the left says you're cramming it down our throat. But then when a, a company on the on the left says here's our values, um, the people on the left celebrate them and call them heroes. Uh, I thought it was interesting during the uh, Supreme court, uh, with, um, with, uh, Coney Barrett, I believe her name is one thing I thought was amazing. And it just hit, it, the hypocrisy was mind blowing to me how, how they hailed, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg as a liberal bastion of, of success and heroism and whatever. And she was for abortion. And we love her for that and blah, 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 blah. And she and, you know she was she had a values we loved her for your values but then when they got uh, Coney Barrett up there um, don't you dare use your values when you're judging you don't I we know you like we know you don't like abortion you better not use your abortion your anti-abortion views you better not and it's like wow so they they loved Ruth Bader Ginsburg for her <clears throat> for her strong abortion feelings but yet they hated Coney Barrett for her anti-abortion. They hailed her uh, R.G.B. a hero for her strong abortion rulings, but they were told the other one. Well, if you use your views for anti-abortion, well, you better not. It's like, wow, that's just. Um, <clears throat> and they tried to cancel her out. They did their best with uh, Brett Kavanaugh and her, bringing out all kind of accusations and lies and whatnot. But that's part of cancel culture. I noticed is that uh, if again, if if uh, the left sees something <clears throat> they don't like, they will lie. They will tell you falsehoods. Um, you know, they, uh, they will do their best to make sure you know that, no, that, that view is not welcome. It just, it, it can't happen. We don't like it. Again, when I was in uh, in college, okay, this is what we think, this is what we want. And um, if you don't agree with what we want, then we're going to, again, show you that by Counseling you out, and that what that means is, is again ostracizing you, insulting you. Um, it's just amazing. But I just uh, because of what's going on recently, um, I know it's been happening for a while, but um, it's just amazing how even with this age of technology, to where even the littlest news um, gets out there, and, and, and sometimes well sometimes depending on the news depending on who's making the news and who's reporting the news, the news either gets nowhere fast or it gets international overnight. And uh, that seems to be happening today with this, this this thing with cancel culture and the cancel culture is largely against conservatives. Again, the liberals want, um, they they want to make the world a better place for them and to anybody else. It doesn't matter because, you're hateful, you're bigoted, you're evil, you're mean. We are our feelings are hurt, you know. Uh, the, no, the, the facts don't matter, it's our feelings that matter, that's what it matters, and so <laughs> which is ridiculous. So, that's just my idea on that. Um, again, I do boycott, and uh, there are companies that I don't like that uh, they do things that I don't agree with, so I just don't go to them, I go to other companies, and I do not protest in front of them the front of their buildings sometimes i thought hey that's a good idea maybe we should do that it's like no i'm not going to stoop myself to that level because i'm also a capitalist and if they're going to make money and that's one reason why i don't go to some of these businesses because i know that if i go to these businesses part of the money that you know because that's even if even if starbucks did make a really good coffee i wouldn't go there because i know that part of the money that I give them for that product is going to be going to a group organization or way of thinking that I don't approve of. So I don't do it that way. Anyway, so um, uh, this is Dale once again. And uh, this has been, from a particular point of view, uh, one thing I didn't do at the very beginning of the the podcast was saying if you have uh, ideas, thoughts, um, responses, whatever, Contact me at watercoolercomments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com. Why watercooler or why not something else was because um, I try to make it somewhat simple, somewhat easy to remember. And that's one thing I noticed that when I was working for a, a different company. Of course, with most companies that have an office or casual type of semi-professional whatever type of, uh, you know, type of of, uh, of environment, you know, that's where the talking gets done. You go around the water cooler and Hey, how about those Seahawks? Hey, how about those Mariners? Hey, how about uh, this? Hey, how about that? And conversation begins to flow. And uh, of course, because you're in a professional environment, you really can't freely say maybe what you want to say, but at least you can get the juices flowing and, um, you know, about everything, every everything from, you know, um, nerd stuff, sometimes poli- poli- also depends on who you work with. Some people agree with politics and some people eh, not so much and some people hate it, whatever. And uh, like with politics, I've told people, you know, because I, well, this is what I think politically. And they say, well, I don't like politics. I don't, I don't like it. I don't vote. I don't just, I'm not into politics. I don't like it. I don't care for it. And I tell them, well, you may not care about politics, but politics cares about you, and they're going to help you decide what, you know, whether you like, whether you vote or not, they're going to decide for you. That's why I tell people you need to vote. Anyway, um, once again, this is Dale. Uh, this is from a particular point of view. So, once again, if you want to contact me, um, watercoolercomments at hotmail.com or watercoolercomments at gmail.com. So, everybody, have a wonderful day, and uh, I'll see you next time. Talk to you next time. And uh, yeah, have a good one. This is From a Particular Point of View.